I'ma test this out right quick on yeah. Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I said what I said. I'ma keep it real with you. Got a little inside scoop. You ready for it? Uh oh. It's so juicy. Is that your man or no? Oh my goodness. If it isn't Little Miss Attitude. Enunciating the fuck. Single in the city, the real in relationships, and surviving single. With me, starring Chelsea. Hey, we're back. Hey, ladies. Hey, hey, hey. Fuck it up one time. Uh, two time for the birthday, bitch. Oh. <laughs> that, that part, too. Ain't no birthday, bitch. <laughs> Every day is our birthday. Every, Every day. Every day we lit. All right. Welcome back. It's another week of being single as fuck in the world of Chelsea Lemour. Lemour. Oh, Lemour. And um, the newly titled... Freed Woman's Bureau is back in the building. Hey. Amen. In session. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the week that you guys came, it was awesome. Everyone, I mean, I got so many people that DM'd me, text me, left messages and emails about last week's, uh, week before last episode. And I mean, I must say it was magical. It felt pretty magical. It did. Definitely. Definitely. It, it felt great. And yeah. thank you ladies for coming back. Of course. Thank you for having us, Chelsea. Okay, so we're going to go through our RS fucks because, you know, uh, things can change at any given moment. Damn sure can. Okay, a nigga can act right or he can act up. One thing for certain and two things for sure. Oh, shit. All right, so, Gwenny, what's your ass fuck? I am still off the market as fuck. Things (laughs) are still as they were. Clap it up for Black Love. Congratulations. That's beautiful. Chelsea? Uh... This is Chelsea Higgs Wise, and I am still single as fuck. All right. Still. Yep. It's okay. We're here. We're your support system. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. It, Thank you. It's okay. Single Sister Circle 2018. Mm-hmm. All right. And Mecca, darling. I'm sex- single. Oh, you sex- well? Oh, sex as fuck. <laughs> yes. What? Sex She's positive. She's sex- uh, 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 sexy. Mm-hmm. Or are you sexing in the city? Oh, Mecca's sexing in the city. <laughs> Fraudy and slip. Um, I right. am single dot, dot, dot. What does that what what does that mean? To be continued. So is not there as a fun. person of State, interest? Maybe. Oh. Okay. Okay, that's a step up from single. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to know that like Mecca, it reminds me right now of my cousin because she has this one dimple <laughs> so on, her, on her right cheek. And my cousin has <laughs> one dimple on her left cheek. So oh. you remind me of that. Oh. You remind me I'm familiar. The temple of your familiar. Definitely. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, uh, no secret here. I'm single as fuck, but, um, uh, okay. No secret here. I'm still single as fuck, but I did get some dingling this week. <gasps> hey. Congratulations. Yes. I'm so happy yes. for you. Yes. Yeah. That is what you need to clap. I did get some dingling. Is it was it that dickmatizing dingling or was it just um, some regular I mean, dingling? It was a it was a um offset dick appointment. Okay. Um I had How a standing offset, dick bitch. Cause I turned offset on. Okay, Cardi. I told him the other day we should sell that point. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Fuck with me then, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck with me, you know I got it. Stop! You got me speaking in lyrics now. No, but this was a person that we I've had sex with before, and we just kind of agree, like you know, this is a good sweet spot. We have mm-hmm. great energy. We mm-hmm. mesh well sexually, um, and let's just not. We can date other people, but we'll just meet back here for sex. Mm-hmm. I call him my old faithful. Yeah, 
yeah. I mean, because, I mean, it's crazy out in this world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's shit running rapid. And we just decided, like, okay, like, we're not exclusive, but when it comes to a dick down, this is where I go. So I had missed a couple appointments, and he was like, look, you're not holding up your end of the bargain. bitch I'm about to bust like literally I was like okay my bad my bad my bad I am overdue so I had a little dingling and it was great my skin looks better Um, it shifted my wig in the right place because my braids underneath they're not as tight anymore because Uh that's funny (laughs) Uh we need a little wig shift a wig shift so So do you um, fuck with the wig on it depends I mean it depends Um, when I it depends okay so with him I'm comfortable with him. He came to my house like noon. I mean, I said noon, midnight. So I was already kind of dressed down. It was bonnet time. Right. But I like niggas. I told you I manage expectations up front. Like this hair comes off, my nigga. Like this whole face comes (laughs) off. Like it's like a like the mask, and then you know the little movie. So um, sometimes I fuck with the wig when I'm trying to be cute. I keep the wig the on. Lingerie, a whole look. Yeah, thing. it's a look. You can't, like, because I tried it before. I tried to have a lingerie on and try to, like, have a little bit of Or had a bonnet on. <laughs> it, 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 it ain't terrible. It don't quite work yeah, the it's same. Just like, nah. So you're like, fuck. Uh, it is just like, I mean, my wigs are comfortable, but you got to know which wig you can wear. Right. So know. as a bald bitch, I have many <laughs> wigs. And so, and my brother is also a drag queen. So yes. it's beautiful that I have options but what i find with fucking with wigs is i'm always so worried about it and then also uh, oral sex with wigs is hard unless you put it up and then it's not cute when you put it up yeah and put it out and then if you a uh, man wants to grab the wig that's different girl and- see that's the thing you gotta make sure that your wig is constructed right so like my sex wig consists of a wig that has two clips in the front, one in the back, and an elastic strap. Mm. Okay, so that's like the extra secure one. This is that's the, the joke. I yes. get on roller coasters. Yes, like I, I go to say, King's Dominion yes. with this okay. bitch on. This okay, is <laughs> this is this might as well be a waterproof wig. Okay. Like this okay. joint is like sealant. So, okay. uh, you gotta wear the right wig. Mm-hmm. You gotta make sure you have the right hardware. If you mm-hmm. need any help, I have my wig save and help kit. I might need I your help because I, I just really up. do it to play different personalities. Usually, I yeah. go out bald as fuck. But I don't usually wear wigs. Are out. these black men not trying to touch your head? Sometimes I mean, girl, they get in the moment and they forget. And sometimes I forget because oh, no, I've only been bald for a couple years. I don't need you to never forget. You don't grab a my lot hand. of black. That's a during lot of black sex, men, They don't touch my hair during they sex. To, they yeah. don't touch your hair. They, yeah, they're um, not used to it. They're not used. They've been trained yeah, and conditioned sure. not to touch hair. Do y'all but hold on? We I got some men back. Do y'all touch men? Do y'all touch hair during sex? Exactly. What are y'all I mean, but see, that's the thing. When I had when I had my hair, you better be trying to pull it out. When I had my hair, that's different, but. Like I said, anybody that knows me now knows right. that I'm very upfront that I have on a wig. Right. So unless you want to pull this bitch off, yeah. and it look like Meek Mill giving you a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Meek, not even a Meek Mill braids, though. <laughs> unless you want to look like Jim Jones. <laughs> what? It's topping you <laughs> off. She, she got Don't some, touch this motherfucking her, wig. She said, <laughs> the surprise ain't for me it's for you but okay you know no, exactly so if if we're doing head for him and he has to restrain himself not to touch your head because you got this you can touch on. my head not just know you, like, no, you, you can't drag. pull it you can touch it though nigga you ain't gonna See, grab my hair and like, my edges. No, i get that 
And maybe that's just me is I need all of the validation, like all this work I'm doing down here for you. I want you to express yourself. And if you want to grab my hair and do that and all that, I mean, as long as you're not hurting me, then I want oh, you I to be able to do all that. I mean, not like break my neck, bitch, but that's why right. I usually don't break get head with the wig on because you can just jokes. cup the back of my head, my neck, that kind of thing. But that way, nobody, nobody's worried about messing up a head or, any, or hair or any of that. And then I'm just like just really want to make sure you're enjoying your time and if you're having to worry you're about so my thoughtful. head i am thoughtful that's one reason why your that's dick is in my mouth out. yeah right it's thoughtfulness if i wasn't what, being thoughtful your whole yeah, you gotta organ be wouldn't be <laughs> in my mouth no because that's that's real shit because you like it takes a lot to suck dick it does it does like, you gotta day, really your mouth all sore you be talking yes. like what yes. did i do i'm yesterday. not even talking about like Tears the actual yes. like process of it i'm just talking about like the actual like i have to that's true you have to like somebody just like to suck their dick though right well to suck it well because yeah. there's a difference that too you cannot like somebody and have sucked their dick and be like oh, I'm not, i can't wait I to like, come from up here I'm, i've done it i've done it when yeah. i really didn't want to do it a couple times. or whatever but Maybe. it is different because when it's your guy you want to do all the bells and whistles and yeah. like oh yeah nigga right. like drop that you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> you do. You want to like, oh yeah. yeah, let me show you this. You I know do. This. You want to put it on them. You yeah, want, you do. You do. I mean, so. but I don't limit. I think that you can grab my head. I mm-hmm. like when a man, like if I'm like topping yeah. him off and my man grabs my head and like, I like, I think because I have such a dominant personality. Yeah, what people would find interesting is I'm actually very submissive. That's how I am. In bed. Like I like a man to take control in the bedroom. Same. So like very you can grab my head. Submissive. It's a difference between grabbing my head and pulling my hair it is a difference and and during the build-up though he's gonna start with grabbing the hair the head but at the end he might just want to grab your hair and i don't and like want I said, he can have that impulse right but and, you know what's right. gonna happen just, right. it's consequences all i'm saying is is when i when before i get ready and i know we're gonna do some grown things. I think up to myself, do I, do I put this wig on? Do I dress up a different way? And these are the types of things I think about. And I just know for a fact that niggas are not at home thinking about what, before they go out on a date, what's going to happen? What do I need to wear to make sure I'm eating that pussy the right way? That's not what they're thinking about. But we, but we as women, but as women, I'm sitting at home thinking about that. You're sitting at home wearing your good wig. That's tight and doing uh-huh. the right thing. Guys at home doing all that. But I think that's the luxury of like, say, like for example, Gwenny's situation. When you have a man that's your man, oh. like my man, when I had one, I, I, he knew I wore wigs, I, and he I'm he he was like, take that shit off, like yeah. get comfortable, like. I and I felt free to do that. I love it, boo. Yeah, that. so like I, I think like, that, that also makeup, comes with boo. yeah, like your man likes like girl, take that makeup off, mm-hmm. like take those lashes off. I hate seeing them bitches anyway, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> <laughs> like cause I that I leave a trail of eyelashes everywhere I go like it gets on motherfuckers nerves like Tiffany used to be like bitch why is it a eyelash underneath the welcome mat of your house <laughs> I'm like I don't know child it was probably a long night who knows right, right. but like there's beauty in like having a connection with someone or just it may not even be a connection just being comfortable right. with someone cause some people confuse being comfortable and having a connection um, with who you're having sex with as to who can certain niggas can grab my hair and pull my hair and they can see me with the cornrows and they Good can, they can just, you know, I'll have my cute pajamas on for one nigga and the next one I'll just have his t-shirt on. Right. You know, so it, it depends. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting that you brought up your old faithful. My old faithful actually stopped by today. 
Huh. Unannounced. Um, but <laughs> yeah, pull it like that. Okay. You know, it's been it's been a while. He and I have I, I keep my old faithfuls around because I, I we're comfortable. They know mm-hmm. what I like, I know what he likes. And um but yeah, he came up today and I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. One, you popped up and I don't like that shit. But mm-hmm. also two, it was I'm in a place where I'm looking for something different yep. now. I'm yeah. looking for a connection, not That's just being comfortable. Mm-hmm. So it didn't happen. He was, you know, he was fine with it because we've been cool forever. But it was just like, man, in that moment, that's when I realized I want a connection. I'm yeah, the old growing faithful. up guy. Yeah, yeah. But see, the old <laughs> faithfuls want place. things to stay the same, and so like I even learned like I have to stop recycling these niggas, right? Because they serve their purpose and they're they're comfortable in their lane. So like you know, I'm just ready for something new, and yeah. that leads me and to and you have to create the space for create, it to come. Mm. Mm. Okay, Mecca. Mmm, mm. <laughs> you gotta create this space and um as well as creating the space and making changes and being a new uh today i wanted to talk about the glow up mm. boop, boop. yes for a number of reasons um well one i wanted to talk about the glow up because i realized a lot of people have been telling me that i glowed up mm. and i'm like uh if only you knew the 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 what glow up looks like to fuck it what glow up looks like to you may not like i know the work that has gone into this like my glow up was very intentional this shit didn't just happen like for some people it's like oh like it's just it kind of happened and this happened and everything just fell into place nah my nigga i've been Mm -hmm. grinding i've been grinding this glow up for real is overdue like mm-hmm. I feel like, mm-hmm. like I feel like everybody's seeing what I've been seeing and working towards, and it's just coming to fruition. And I, at, at first, I didn't necessarily see it as a glow up. I was like, okay, I'm finally making things happen. But I've noticed that people respond to me differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This glow up phase. And so I also chose glow up because although I just met Chelsea, I feel like she's in her glow up definitely, period right now. Definitely, uh, Gwenny, I feel like I witnessed your glow up. Did, am I, I and most people don't up? know when they're in their glow up period. I don't know if I'm in my glow up. No, I, I saw your initial glow up. Okay. And your initial glow up was uh, when you left for New York. Yeah. Things have definitely taken off since I left for New York. And then I came back and I was low for a while, just going, you know, having some family, you know, transitions that I was having to help facilitate. But um, yeah, things are back rolling and, you know, here I am, you know, doing something, you know, doing a podcast, talking about subjects that I love to talk about. And um, that's something I've always wanted to do. Um, did a party. I always wanted yes. to do Yeah, so things are definitely yeah. manifesting. And see, always, you didn't even been, realize until you yeah, said it that yeah. you a bitch glow. Yeah. So, you illuminating hoe. So definitely. <laughs> things, things that I definitely want are definitely coming into play. So I definitely would say, yeah, I'm glowing up. Yeah. And like I told Mecca before the podcast started. That a lot of times how people perceive your glow up is how they feel about themselves at that moment. Like, you know, Hmm. when you were glowing up last year and you were in New York, I was like feeling like, oh, man, I know it's something. I have a calling. I want to do something. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to find myself. Like, I'm just trying to, you know, just get my confidence and my footing together as a woman. Because I did kind of hit that awkward 
age, I guess you could say, where I was like, what am I doing? Right. What direction am I going? Who do I want to be? Who am I? I had to know who I am before I can figure out who I want to be genuinely. And I was like, wow, Gwenny is doing the damn thing. Because for me, I've always wanted to leave Richmond. And I've always wanted to be creative. And you left Richmond and you were mm-hmm. being creative. So to me, mm-hmm. you were glowing the fuck up. Right, right. You know exactly. what I mean? But to you, you're like, uh, I'm just kind of moving up here and I'm doing some work. You know? No, no, I know. <laughs> I definitely, I know. You know, I definitely, you know, you know, hold it definitely in, in high regard. You know, because I, like I said, I had always wanted to work in a creative industry. So definitely, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I felt like. It was overdue. So when it finally came, I was like, damn, finally. Like, <laughs> I've just been like, I was like, I've been like grinding so hard for so long. And I've just been wanting to do something so creative. And I've been such a diligent servant. I've been like so obedient. And like, when am I going to get, you know, my my time, you know what I mean? To, you know, um, do what it is that, you know, my heart truly desires. And so I'm definitely, you know, glad that I'm finally walking in that space. And, um, you know, I think that um, just going to New York and just having that like split second to be like, okay, am I going to go? Like I didn't have like, literally it was like a couple days to like right. to consider. And oh, then, wow. you know, three weeks later I was like up there moving and finding subleases and yeah. staying, you know, just, it was just a whole thing. And it's just like, here I am, like really am like living in New York city, the belly of the beast, like doing this by myself, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's just like, I can do anything if I can, you know, like as cliche as it sounds, like if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And it's like, I did that shit. I can mm-hmm. do it. It's just like, now I feel Sex. fearless. I can do anything. Right. It's like one, like yeah. I manifested something spectacular that and not even in my wildest dreams that I thought that would happen. So That's it's just crazy. like, um, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. just like now that like now anything that comes, it's just like, Right, right. Take oh, it in stride. Take it in stride. I took like, the damn else? subway in New York, and I was like, "I'm doing this shit." <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> like I was nervous time. as a yeah, bitch. I had my, yeah, I had my, I was terrified. Like my brother lives in New York, yeah. as I said before. And usually when I go, he's like my assistant tour guy. Like he'll show me where I need to go. And this time he won't have that shit. He was like, "Look, <laughs> bitch, download the damn." App. App, yeah. It tells you what train to get on. City Go. Mapper. Yes. And so I got on the train and <laughs> I had my headphones in because everybody else had their headphones in. Right. It was like yeah. everybody was looking like, don't fucking talk to me. Hell yeah. I ain't have not one goddamn music tone beat nothing on. <laughs> Just had them in because I was like, I cannot miss my stop. Right, but right. it's crazy because when I was on the train, I felt empowered. I was like, yo, I'm doing this shit. Hell I'm yeah. in New York. I can, I'm making my way around hell the motherfucking yeah. city, man. Hell yeah. So everybody's a bitch. Yeah. So Quinn. Do you you said you you think that since you went to New York and you did that you're pretty fearless? I when I change spaces like physical spaces from mm-hmm. being divorced to the city is also when I feel like my glow up started. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. do you feel like a a physical change is something that would really help someone kind of push themselves to find that new space? Um, definitely. I definitely definitely think um changing physical space because I mean it's just a completely different energy you're entering into completely different energy so um New York it's 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 a hustler's world it's um everyone's trying to make their dreams come true you know it's a tiny island with a couple of boroughs surrounding it not really you know more than 200 square miles and it's you know nine million people so it's a lot it's a lot and and, um to be be surrounded by that kind of energy that massive massive surge of energy every day you step outside of your house you're surrounded by that many people you know what i'm saying so um i think that 
um, that definitely um, nourished, um, you know, you know, parts of me that that needed nourishing and that um, that needed cultivating. And um, it helped me, like I said, like, you know, get into a space where I was just really caring for myself and not really having to take care of anybody else, because Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of like a space that I'm in when I'm back home, just because there's a lot of, you know, familial responsibility. But um, yeah, so I think for anyone that may be struggling, like definitely a physical change of space may, you know, be the catalyst to, um, you know, to a change. To, yeah, to a change for sure. So, and I think you hit it right on the nail of when you change your physical space, you are allowed to be a bit more free from the other responsibilities and expectations of yourself and really focus on yourself. And that's when I feel like that's what freedom it really is, is focusing on yourself and being okay with being selfish. When I got divorced and when I separated in 2015, I packed up me and my one year old left and cut off all my hair, started CrossFit, lost 70 pounds. Wow. And moved in with my gay trans brother in the city and everybody. My husband took me to court, tried to say I was an unfit mom. Um, I went through a court battle and I won and, um, because I'm a badass, I've like, I'm great on paper. I'm, I'm a master's degree social worker out here activist. Like this is, (laughs) you can't make me look bad in the court of law. So after that, nothing and, and, and competing in CrossFit competitions and cutting off my, my hair and raising a one-year-old in the city, it was like, nothing can stop me. So I, I moved here very intentional when people, so like today, I just released my second article with RVA Magazine. Yay. 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 Um, Good article. So people are really like, oh my gosh, you're, you know, you're doing big things, this blah, blah, blah. But I've been out here doing this since 2015. Mm-hmm. I moved to the city. I started popping up everywhere. I cut my hair off. I dyed it. That's all intentional. I'm now recognizable. My identifier is that girl with the short hair with the blonde. Mm. And so people know me in my arenas of what I want to do, which is political influence. So this has been influential. It's 2000 in the almost 2018. My stuff, I'm finally getting a voice and, and being heard and have my own business doing what I want to do. So the glow up is, is real. I think the physical space is real. I had to get out of my own Chesterfield County, go against every grain. Shout out to Chesterfield. Yeah. Uh, I didn't just, I didn't move to a big city. I just moved, you know, across the river. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, but went against the grain, became an atheist, came out the closet, and with with my religion and really just found myself so the glow up is intentional it's beautiful it's hard but wait you're atheist yeah you didn't know that y'all are great yeah I don't um, know. That. I love yeah. a good atheist. I'm a goddess. Like I, I pray to I myself. Agnostic. I didn't know you was atheist. I don't have boxes. Agnosticism mean you. There is a spiritual whatever, but you don't a, a higher power. A questioning. A questioning, a questioning. But there is a higher power. My higher power with isn't myself. So I, I have a box. I kind of talked about this before, just because people always ask me to label it. Mm-hmm. I just believe in science and I believe in empowering myself. And since then I've been able to do amazing things. So people tell me all the time I need to be disciplined. I need to go to church. I need to do this. But in the last two and almost three years, my life has been incredible since I have been free from religion. People are like, Oh, you lost religion. No, I'm free from religion <laughs> and uh, reframe that bitch. And it's, it's been a beautiful glow up journey for me because yeah, all that glows. Well, in me. Nothing but a, another oppressive construct. Well, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But yeah. Right. 
Definitely. I can't take the sure. giggles. Because <laughs> I'm not going to go. I want to talk about that Mecca's glow up. That's, what, what, I was, uh, that's what I was getting to. Mecca's sitting all quiet in the corner. I was getting to her glow up. So Mecca doesn't know what moment was the defining moment where I was like, this bitch is glowing. This She's glowing, God damn it. Glow. Let mama. your soul glow. Her soul was glowing. <laughs> My girl went to Barcelona. Oh. Mecca went oh. to Barcelona and I mm-hmm. feel like she has not been the same since. The thing is, that's when I I feel like I feel like that's when I like maybe even started knowing and following her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe from those Barcelona. Folks. I always say if you I haven't met you know. me this year, you don't know me at all. If you haven't met Mecca <laughs> post Barcelona, you don't know this bitch. Yeah. Barcelona, I mean, just like I think I told her while she was there, like on Instagram, like people saying, you yeah. are like glowing mm-hmm. in Barcelona. She was glowing <sighs> on she... the way to this podcast. This bitch was legitimately saying this about Barcelona. Yes, what I always talk about Barcelona. And see, when I walked in the room, that I told her so we're gonna be talking about glow ups. I'm gonna talk about when I noticed that you were having yours, and she didn't know when I, what I was gonna tell her. That's so funny, Barcelona. So you said someone else said it to you. They referenced Barcelona. Someone else also oh, said yeah. since she came back from Barcelona, she's been a, a different that woman. Changed me, and man. this is a person that knew you way before, Doctor B. Oh yeah, <laughs> Doctor B said that to me. Since I was well, what about years. Barcelona? Do you think changed you? It's the time that I went. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Barcelona during the time I was in a healing coming out. Ending a healing. I don't even like. I was still in a you in purgatory. Healing. Uh, nah, <laughs> it wasn't that. It was. I was still processing healing uh, from a situation. So I went to Barcelona, feeling like I, I said this when I was in Barcelona to some friends. They all looked at me like, "What the fuck?" I made the comment that I felt like, "What's the point of being a black woman?" Something like I, I, people talk about it like it's so amazing and great, mm. but I don't see the benefits of it. They all looked at me like, "What the fuck? How could you?" say this right and i was just like because like i don't get what i mean i'm just gonna keep it real no. like people keep mm. running around talking about it. it's so amazing black woman is but that's not how i feel like i I'm felt treated. like that before i don't feel like that's how i'm how i'm treated i i feel I misunderstood i feel that. disconnected yeah. everything that you say all this black woman this i don't know i'm not buying into it so anyway i say this in barcelona and they're like you know like oh god how could you say this but while I was in Barcelona, I felt like a goddess, like straight up, not like a hashtag goddess. Like I felt like everything that I feel about myself on the inside that people don't know, I felt that being in Barcelona, everybody else saw that shit. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never experienced this before in my life. I was like, what is happening? Like walking into a restaurant and everybody's like, oh, like... <laughs> You can hear it. The people with me, they were like, what is going on? They were like, it's amazing to walk behind you because how everybody's just like in awe or staring or people stopping me. I mean, a lot of it had to do with my hair, but that's just a part. All that stuff is expression. That's this, this, the shit I look like, whatever, same way I look here. It's that I'm in a different space and they're like honoring it. They get it. They into it. They sucking it up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it was, it was amazing. So would you say you got a glow in Barcelona? Would you agree? Yeah. I wish I could live there. We, I mean, that's I'm telling you. That's what I was telling you on the way here. When I said I felt more connected, when I said I was probably the white person in my past, because I felt more connected to anything when I was in 
I mean, Europe. but we're, we're not and connected to here because, like, as black women, we're not, or black people, we're not. We have a triple consciousness. But you know what's so <laughs> funny is, is that so many black artists expatriate or spend time in Europe. So I think, you know. Or mm-hmm. South Africa. Or definitely yep. South Africa South and West Africa, which is, West um, Africa yep. too. Mm-hmm. So it's just dope. like, you know, I think, like, <clears throat> you know, like definitely traveling to those spaces you know probably because we they need that validation they need that uplift like it sounds like mecca just got all the empowerment that she doesn't get here at home and that's what made her feel so wonderful when you talk about black artists going you know to europe and that kind of thing is because of the love that they get there versus maybe they get here and talking about black women and being a black woman and maybe not feeling the benefits of it all of the time is mostly because of the way society treats us. And mm-hmm. I think when people talk about be- the benefits of being a black woman, it's more the community when you find it. The the community of being a black woman versus... Oh, that's, that's uh, strong stuff. I don't always yeah. feel strong. Like, with all these labels and titles, there is definitely... For me, a, a disconnect. I don't feel that shit. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, I mean the thing is, you don't like feel the, it all the time. No, it's like, I don't feel it, no, it I mean, most like of the, the narrative time. is like projected on. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. Like you strong, strong bitch. Like the right. strong black woman narrative. It's just like you know, it's so toxic too. And I need because... to know how to cook macaroni and cheese and wait. Okay, I'm glad you said that. Who in this room can make macaroni and cheese? Big macaroni. I can't make it. Okay, let me tell you why. Because my husband before we got married made me learn his See? mama's recipe i swear to god y'all the this mac was, and cheese this is, seed is up with the black man like, like it's so real desire for mac and cheese that's just black people I just and pancakes have you ever heard a man say <laughs> that the pancakes. pussy need to sound like mac and cheese yeah i've heard that well yeah i've heard that one yeah <laughs> like when you're stirring it yes 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 <laughs> have you heard that before doesn't it all sound like that? that's a different topic i mean no they don't all sound like that um, oh no well okay. i'm saying it like i've been around a whole bunch of pussies i mean i don't know i don't I hate you, bro. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that's a like long story short, like for real, like it's some a lot of times it's a disconnect. It's a connection within. I love my black women, my sister friends, all that type of stuff. But it's a disconnect with these labels, and I I ain't feeling it. So and also imagine being in a space where everybody where I'm at, what I'm looking at, if they lived here, my fucking it. Niggas would go crazy. What you mean? When I was in Barcelona. Like, oh, okay. You're, like, you know, here, that's basically what these niggas want. Mm-hmm. Somebody that looks other than self. Mm. It's somebody who is the opposite of what they look like in the mirror, what their mama look like, or what their environment is. So they want what's in the, the, the magazines. So in Barcelona, that's what some of these people look like, what you would see in the magazines. So these people are like a round of applause and, and ooh and on over my regular black self. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's wow. what Barcelona did. Yeah. So <laughs> this is going to come. This is going to sound a little bit, but this is my real reality. So as a biracial woman and coming into my blackness more recently, have not living it my entire life. It's so interesting for you to say that because I'm just finding that. So it's like, oh, well, you've been living in it. You've been there. And I'm just kind of finding the good parts about my blackness and black womanness. Mm. Um, because I've grown up in white spaces for so long and I've been that black interest like oh here comes the black girl she's so pretty I want to go behind her I want to touch her hair your eyes are they real uh, I've been that black um, I don't want to say fetish I always novelty. do that no, thank yeah, you thank you novelty 
uh, of white people already. I've lived that life that Mecca's kind of talking about. And I, uh, that was fun, and it is. It's that cool, shit fun. and and <laughs> but it, being the black novelty, it, I've never it been is. The black yeah, I've been there too. It's it, so, I'm the only one that haven't done it. I want to do it. It go sounds to my, like, go it to sounds like fun. Go to I mean, you get a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah. You get, it you get like that. Fine. But it, it was a certain kind of identity that I was also lacking. So it's just like, again, when different, different journeys of blackness and finding that and, and where we are. And I, Mecca's always talking about moving. I'm like, bitch, don't leave. You just, we just got to find different spaces of that. Fuck of, that of shit. That, go, like, bitch. And I know, yeah. I just can't. For leave. Our she be like, boo. Every time she talks about leaving, I'm like, boo. Oh, we just need to Gwini, create like, what we want like, here in our home. Intently listening to Gwenny when she was telling the story about just moving to New York. I had a visual when she yes. said the nine million people and the two. Yes. Members. I had a whole visual. I just saw Real a visual of like a square and all these people and Gwenny in the middle. Trying to catch a but I'm like probably not because you were still by yourself mm-hmm. you were still you were and it's like it's I'm, you. I'm very good at like adapting and like I'm just uh, you know I've, I'm you know I've traveled and so it was like and, and I'm one of those people I like being alone too so um, you know it was it was it was everything I needed it was everything I needed like it was so so therapeutic I'm moving nigga shit no, just, but I mean, that's yeah. one reason why I, think, I definitely like, want to move. Boo. I think like everyone, like <laughs> if you get a chance, like I know New York is like just getting ridiculously expensive by the minute. But if you have a chance, like just to take a break year, like go to New York and like sublet and stay, you know, three months here, three months there, Harlem, you know, the Upper West Side. Brooklyn, whatever, and just like you know, just experience the city because there is definitely no place like it in the world. And see, I think the main thing with New York too is people think of Times Square mm-hmm. when they think of New York, and so like because I get to visit my brother and he yeah. lives in Brooklyn, like a couple of other places he lived, I was like, hell no, nah, I can't see myself doing this. Oh my god, like yeah. coming from a, like Richmond, like I had never even been on public transportation in my life. <laughs> right. So then I'm like. Nigga, when are we going to stop letting people on this bus? No one can sit down. We're all (laughs) mushed in here. Like My anxiety was like through the roof that it was so bad. I didn't go to visit him for two years. (laughs) I hate you. I was like, nigga, if you want to see me, you want to bring your ass down here. She was traumatized. I was. Because it's a lot. It's so sensory overload. The noise. The mm. people, like, we, you're not used to that many people, that much noise. Like, the, the hustle and bustle is a real thing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is too much for me. Like, it, yeah. I, I was exhausted when I left there. Yeah. I was yeah, mentally, and fi- like, lit- physically drained. Yeah, I don't think I could do New But York, when right. I went to Brooklyn, and he had moved to um, Clinton Hills, I think it mm-hmm. was. And nice. it was more yeah. like a neighborhood feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, I, I got to experience, I got on the train and did everything, but it wasn't as like overwhelming. I don't know if I changed as a person mm-hmm. um, or I just went in there like, okay, bitch, I got I mean, I would, the anxiety was so high when I was on the train on the way up there, I was crying. Mm-hmm. And my ex was like, bitch, why are you crying? I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like, oh my God. Like, it was, it was a lot to, like, yeah. a lot. So, like, one of the main things that I, def- I definitely want to do is leave Richmond and move. Because I, in that small moment of being in New York for those four days, I felt a level of independence. Like, mm-hmm. I am woman. 
hear me roar, like being able to explore and everything seemed like I conquered something. I was like, yeah, I'm on the train. (laughs) I'm getting off at the right stop. Look at me. I don't know where I'm going. Like, it was like this sense of adventure and it gave me like this sense of confidence. Like, bitch, trust yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. you're not fucking dumb. That's You're you're so used to like and what that represents. And so we're using like the city, but that also can represent life in general. Right. We are comfortable with the things that we know. Yeah. And then once you step out, like the podcast, I stepped out and was like, oh, God, what are people going to say? This Can is I crazy. Do this? Can I yeah. do this? Then when I did it, I was like, bitch, you the shit. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, like, right. and so you do have to, like, give and, yourself that renewed confidence. And honestly, that's what I've been, I have to tell myself every day. It's like the people that are out here doing what I want to do. The only difference is, is that they decided to do it. Yep. That's, that's legit. And because mm-hmm. when I now that I'm getting in certain spaces and certain rooms and talking to people that I want to meet as colleagues rather than as fans and I'm having conversations with them, I realize they don't know much more than I do. Nope. Nope. They don't. They ain't nobody special. Nobody. So it really is about making that leap, being like fearless and that and realizing that the worst that could happen is probably something you've already been through in life. Yep. So just go out there and do it. Make the make the decision. It, it really is. And if that means y'all bitches are leaving, I'm gonna be out here on this podcast by my goddamn self because <laughs> all of y'all left Richmond. But I want she's y'all in here talking about leaving. And yes, I believe in physical space. But because I am here in Richmond, I really want to create something for us to yeah. to do this the artwork and and the creative space and so that we don't have to leave. And I would love to be able to collaborate because there are so many good people. But in regardless, I think no matter where I go, and I think we can all agree, Richmond is home. Right. So like, this is this will always be the home base for me as well as this podcast. So like, I just think it's not it's not leaving. It's just expanding and growing out you know mm. like a plant of ivy is not going to stay in the pot the whole time it's going to grow and attach to things different and it's going to get bigger and it's going to be better and from that you can attach you can cut the ivy leaf and give it to someone else and it can grow Ooh! You can come on now td jakes is come on now i ain't saying nothing else you get the motherfucking point drop the mic that yo for real I, I'm getting deep being around y'all. That was good. Just so funny. I'm getting good. deep being around you bitches. You, you She's all the we Everybody <laughs> gonna have poison ivy. We're a reflection of you. No, oh, thank you. Oh. Thank you. But as far as like glowing up, one of the things I noticed is, like I said, my glow up was very intentional. This time last year, I was the most depressed I've ever been in my life. Mm. I felt like basically used up. Like, I felt used yeah. up by a nigga that weren't, wasn't worth shit. And I really lowered my standards to be with him, although I loved him. Um, I felt like everything around me really wasn't worthy of what of me. And then it turned around and made a bitch out of me. Mm. My relationship, my job. Like, I liked my company, but I hated my job. Right. Hated my job. So I was just unhappy in so many different ways. And so, like, literally the last time I spoke to my ex was New Year's Eve. And it was like, just toxic as fuck. And I was like, you know what? It literally is no better time to start fresh than (laughs) tomorrow, like New Year's Eve. And I haven't spoken, seen him in that year. And so like, although physical space is important, 
sometimes the change is is within you, not around you. Mm, because one of the main things I kept saying was, I want to get out this apartment. I want to get out this apartment. Like, I'm in the same place. And, oh, there's so many memories here. Now I don't even think about that nigga. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm still in the same apartment. Good for you. You know, I don't think about him. And the change isn't around me. The change mm-hmm. was within me. Mm-hmm. Like, the change was, like you said, the decision. Mm-hmm. I literally was just like, I am fucking tired yes. of being sad. Right. I'm tired, tired of being sick and this tired. Shit yes. This shit I'm tired of being sad. I'm tired of all of this. And I, and I just literally looked at myself in the mirror like, okay, bitch, what you gonna do? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I was in a lease, so I couldn't get out my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but real, real talk, though, I could have gotten out my apartment. My lease came up, but I was just like, you know what? My mom was like, me and your dad shared, we bought this house that I'm in together. Mm-hmm. We divorced. We separated almost 20 years ago. I'm still standing. No matter what. And it was a level of pride. And I, and I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't want to say trivial. Maybe it's kind of ego. It may seem egotistical to say like, yeah, you thought you were going to break me. And you thought when you left me, it was like, yeah, how am I going to how yeah. am I gonna carry on? But I'm still motherfucking here. Right. You know what I mean? But right. you don't want to be motherfucking here if that ain't really what you want to be i'm gonna put that out there right but it was my mom was like stay where you are don't let anybody run you out of what's yours right stay right. there do what you gotta do it may cost a little bit more money mm-hmm. you are you mm-hmm. got it mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah it's like you know like the like miracles are always available because like a miracle is just like a shift in perspective like mm-hmm. as soon as like you change your perspective on something like that's when you get your miracle like mm-hmm. that's when like everything shit that ain't a lie because i was like how could he do that to me i loved him oh. and then i thought about it, like wait a minute bitch right he ain't had no job <laughs> he had no job he won't really Ooh. help you with shit Ooh. oh shit that nigga did you a favor right right it really was the perspective and now i'm like if i saw him i probably would say thank, thank you, you bitch exactly. he's a he's, so a, he's how- a master teacher yeah, yeah. For oh sure. yeah without even knowing a master teacher that don't know shit so uh, you know what? <laughs> he was he was a great he was one of your greatest lessons and there's many more. Yes. There's yeah. many more to come. Yes. But he was a, he was a turning point for you. So yeah, that's what you thank him for. And that's also called radical forgiveness when you're able to look at him and and just be like you came through and you taught me and that's just it. Instead mm-hmm. of looking at the yeah. whole situation as oh my god, it was so horrible and negative actually exactly. it helped you glow up. Glow the fuck forgiveness. up. I just feel like people and, even talking to me different. People yeah. looking at me different. different. Yeah. People respond. I'm saying some of the same shit I've been saying. Right. right. I'm literally doing and saying the same shit. I'm still posting selfies like a bitch. <laughs> you better. What the? <laughs> because I'm... No, so because before I was posting selfies and it was just like, okay. But I even noticed on social media, niggas respond to me mm-hmm. differently. Almost like mm-hmm. an influencer. I'm like, oh shit, I'm an influencer? Mm-hmm. The DMs popping. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the glow up mm-hmm. is real. Like, mm-hmm. and I am just like embracing this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and I want other women to get their glow on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I was going to say. I wonder how we because how someone's like well how did you just make that decision and i got fed up but how do we influence other women to do that and i think we just build that community we talk to each other Mm -hmm. we tell each other you know about our own experiences we get in each other's dms like go like you know if i'm seeing chelsea's doing something amazing slide in her dm tell Mm -hmm. her that let's show that love to each other because that's how we do that and 
that's what I know I did. That was my plan. I read books. I followed people around that were entrepreneurs for a year until one day I was like, okay, I can do this. So our glow up is about also bringing other women with us. So yeah, yeah people are definitely responding to me differently, but I really want to make sure that when I respond to them mm-hmm. and, and Mecca was, and I were actually talking about this earlier about, I don't want to respond how I want to respond sometimes <laughs> like, Oh, you, this is a little different than how we used to talk, but just say, Hey, I'm in a good spot. I would love for you to be in a good spot. If yeah. you respond to me negatively, negatively it's probably because you going through your own shit. Mm-hmm. So it, that glow up is also about including other people in it so that we can have yeah. some people around us because it's lonely. And sometimes. there's this quote that I love and it's um, it, like um, after the Beyonce's Lemonade album came out, Melissa Harris Perry wrote this article and I forget it's evading me what platform it's on. But there's a quote in the article from a contributor that says, and the black girl magic kingdom thrones are for sharing and um mm-hmm. you know i think that's just so important and i hated the whole like like you can't sit with me sit, you sit can't with, sit with us you can't sit with us thing that like vibe that mm-hmm. went through maybe around a couple of years ago because mm-hmm. i'm just like i'm just like so like everyone everyone like just be nice to everyone <laughs> like you know everyone just get along like i'm definitely like a oh i'm a still, I hate, you can't I, sit with us type bitch if you no, and when I say that, because y'all was ready to jump down my throat. When I say that, if your aura ain't right, no bitch, you can't sit with us. And I can't want something for you that you don't want for your damn self. So if I'm trying to glow you up, I'm trying to help shine you up, and you still want to like be downtrodden. No, bitch. You're right, though. You can't sit with me. I was having this conversation. It is hard for me to have this. To be in the same circles with people and 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 listen to people talk about them hate their jobs and hate different things because I'm doing something different. I'm in a different mindset now. And it's just like, well, if you hate it, stop doing it. And that's just where I am now. So I can't be in circles where I hear that all the time because if I say that, people look at me like, oh. And so I have to, you're right. So in those circles, maybe I can't sit with them. And part of my glow up was removing chairs from the table. Real Build, shit. Building my own damn table. Part of my glow up really happened for me when I detached from certain people and didn't allow them to sit with me anymore. Yeah, like, it really, like, my whole circle changed. The people I talked to every day changed. Like, the people I wanted to talk to changed. For real, the people I followed on social media changed. Mm-hmm. I unfollowed a lot of people. Me too. I st- blocked a lot of people. I blocked yeah. that motherfucking energy. Like, I don't even care for your like right now. Mm. Um, I literally went through Instagram and was like, who is doing what I want to do? Who is somebody that I'm like, I fuck with them. And my timeline is full of motherfuckers that do what I want to do. People that inspire me. I don't even have to know them, but they're inspiring me. So I think that even though we, I think we want to say, be inclusive and say, oh, well, everybody is included, but everybody don't want what you want. Like when, when I was sad, I said it before I had like, um, a group of friends and we all broke up we ended up breaking up with our boyfriends at the same time and so like although that connection with them really helped me get out of it because it gave me an outlet and we were able to do things and talk about things one of the girls I had to say look bitch you in the sadness a little too long for me you're wallowing in this I'm ready to bust out like we've been we've cried together but it's like are you trying to heal from this like or do you just want to keep going through it? And so hey, that's everybody's I, grief process is 
different. Yeah, and but those, and when it comes to those types of things. But with people's grief process being different, it's not like we can't be friends. But you also need to know when if if we've gone through the if we're going through the process together. Clearly, if I'm just making it out of it, I'm not that strong. And bitch, you around me, you can have me relapsing. Like, it yeah, is. She could be right. a trigger. Okay, yeah. y'all need a sponsor you, in there. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, she could be a trigger for yeah, you. Yeah, it's like I'm a dope fiend and my best friend's a dealer. And yeah. I'm trying to get over the dope, but my best friend's a dealer and always got it around. Right. So I'm like, girl, like, you keep tripping up and trying to go back to the same thing and you seeing it's not working. Right. I'm trying to move on to something new and be happy. And it's like, ooh, I love you when you get to a space where I feel like your mm-hmm. your process, you're ready to move on. I got you. Right. But until then, I got to go. Yeah. No, definitely. It's, it's called self-care. Yeah. That really is. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. It's not that we can't be friends. It's just like your energy is fucking mine up. And, and boundaries have to be placed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that happens with family. Yeah. Well, everybody Every- just, oh <laughs> you gotta protect Definitely. your energy <laughs> My God. especially I'm if you're going that. through shit yeah yeah like you already is already extended on so many other things i got i got a few few patients left and i'm gonna make sure i keep that a on few. myself just a few <laughs> but yeah no i um i'm just really happy that i'm here and and with ladies that are thinking the same and doing the same and that's that's the kind of energy and, and space I want to be in so that I can see other people's glow up. And Chelsea, did you talk about your glow up? Um, uh, not in particular. Okay. I mean, I also feel like my glow up, I can't talk. It's almost like talking about how beautiful you are. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I just sat here and did it, bitch. Please. Again, you need, I, own all of your glow up. Like, I just, like, I mean, you just, I mean, but I can't, I've noticed that people have treated me differently or that people have noticed my glow up, but I can't necessarily, I don't know what they're noticing about me. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm noticing their reaction, but I don't know exactly what it is. They're, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think your turning point, your glow up, what was that? Um, Like I said, my glow up was New Year's Eve. Okay. Yeah. Oh, then that moment? It was okay. right then, like literally at that moment. And my grandma kept telling me because I was like sad and crying all the time. She said, you're sad. She said, but that, the moment that you actually get angry about this shit, some shit will start happening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't be angry. I'm so hurt. And then I really did get angry. I don't know what I was angry at, though. I don't know if I was angry <laughs> at him. I don't know if I was angry at myself. But I did. I kind of got. Probably all of it. Yeah, mad. I got yeah. mad. Like, the fuck? Just that you're expending all this energy. Yeah, it, it, it was yeah. like. And she's like, as soon as you get over the sadness, you'll be angry. And when you get angry, shit will happen. Mm-hmm. And that is what happened for me. Um, <laughs> the, I, I, my glow up came in series. It was just like small breakthroughs, like all throughout the year. Like I would have to say, like, I have been extremely blessed this year because I, I'm free this year. Mm-hmm. I feel free this year. Congratulations. So like, um, the first level was deciding, no, bitch, you're going to be happy. And what I did was, you know, they say it takes 21 days to break or build a habit. And I said, well, I'm going to have 21 days of happiness. Oh, no, 21 days at 100. That's what it was called. And so I was like, for 21 days, I'm going to be 100% Chelsea. I'm going to be the Chelsea I want to be. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to get my work done at work and not be distracted. I'm Because I anybody that follow me on Snapchat, like, I'm like, hey, big girl. I'm standing up on the cubicles the and everything. I was like, for these days, I'm going to not just do it, but I'm going to focus and intentionally do it. 
And then before I realized that, I lost count of the days and I was just really Every living routine, my, not right. just saying I'm living my best life. I was Doing. genuinely living my best life. So that's something that I would suggest to people is to like, make the conscious decision every day to be happy and to be your best. So it came from that. Then I would say, um, I started to get back in the dating field. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Dating world, whatever. I was on that bullshit mm. and it wasn't, it, it felt good to be appreciated by, or feel like you're being appreciated right. by somebody again. Right. You know, like when you, when I got engaged, every ex I ever had hit me up. Cause they, they <laughs> felt like, Oh shit. Like, Oh, I don't have a chance now. Right. So when we broke up and they realized that we broke up, you know, people, I think kind of see you a little different, like, damn, like, or the men that were in your life, if they really cared about you, they look at you different and have mm-hmm. a different appreciation for you. Mm-hmm. It came there. And then it came with obviously starting this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I cried and prayed. And even though starting a podcast is fairly easy to have the confidence. Yeah. Confidence has always right. been something That's that I struggled. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, confidence is always what I have struggled with. And um, right before I broke up, me and my ex broke up. That's when I was in New York. Mm. We literally broke up the day I came back from New York. And that sense of like, I can do anything. I'm on this fucking train. And I was like, bitch, you were in fucking New York and you took a subway. Right. You can do this. Like, <laughs> right. And so I was like, wow, like, I'm just going to put myself out there and people going to fuck with me or they're mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, that's cool. And if they do, that's cool. Right. So, yeah, my glow up is. I would like to say I lost 70 pounds. <laughs> you lost them and I found them, bitch. Shut up. Bitch. Okay. I've been eating my rice and cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So my glow up, I think um, uh, Rico that was in here before we were talking about glow up, he said, well, the glow up, he didn't even know what it was. Most men don't know what it is for real. But he was like, the glow up is confidence. We yeah. just call it confidence. And I kind of was like, yeah, that's what it, it is. is. I found for the first time, like literally the first time in my life, I'm confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my ability. And people see it. So that's why you're, you're saying and that's the like, glow. yeah, that's the glow. And that's yeah. the glow. Like my whole life, I've second guessed myself. And for the first time, like, nope, I'm doing it. This is great. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I would love to get to a point where women don't have to have a glow up stage. Right. We could just be confident. Yeah, from an early age, and this mm-hmm. be taught of how we look at ourselves and and yep. treat ourselves, and we wouldn't have to have this second coming. I mean, that's a or whole different conversation. Or third or fourth, right? Right, but exactly. It, it, especially as black or women, it's just like, well, now we have our confidence, and it's, and you talked about, you know, when you're angry, you get stuff done, and that took me right back to angry black female and I was like well is that mm. why we're so damn productive because we angry as fuck <laughs> you know we getting shit done oh, shit. you know what I mean like you get shit done when you're angry I'm like mm-hmm. oh that makes sense and, but it's just like well we're conditioned these ways but we've found so many ways to cope through it and part of that glow up is, is just a coping skill like hey society is fucked up but we're gonna make a little space to glow in it so that's well, really glow up also too is like you said self care right you actually being aware that you need to give yourself that self-care mm-hmm. because I think we rip and run so much and Definitely. you just go day by day when you glow up what it really is a representation of I took the time to take care of me and right. take care of the things that were important to me absolutely because we're so, not taught to do that we're not taught to take care of ourselves no, no absolutely no. not we're taught, taught to, to take, take care of everyone else everybody else first yep. everybody else first yep. so yeah the glow has been real yep. thank you for yeah, noticing everybody. your glow up has been so yeah. real 
dog. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks for letting us come and on your blow go- up and ride it's still, with you. And it's still going. Yes, you man. just started, man. The flame just got. Yes. Like, yeah, it it's started. so crazy because, oh, when this podcast comes out, so it'll, it'll be relevant information. Um, I was just asked to do a live radio show for um, New Year's Eve. Yay. So you can listen to me on the radio. Um, I don't know if I want to say the station right now on the podcast because I'll be wilding out. Oh, but if so you know me, you know what station to listen to. <laughs> Um, but I was telling my brother, I was like, yo, I got this great news. Like, this is what I'm going to be doing. And so, like, my brother does a podcast as well. And he was like, AKA, you're going to be working on New Year's. Right. And I was like, yeah. He was like, but it's so funny because at the same time, we said the same thing. I was like, I'm bringing in the new year in a way way that I never would have thought would have happened a year ago. Like, never. Anything can happen at any time. What a difference a year can make. A year ago, I was (laughs) fat. Er. (laughs) (laughs) I was just unhappy with everything in my life. And actually being on the radio just seemed like something that was so far away and felt virtually impossible. And to now, it's like a reality. And I never would have thought that that would happen last year. So um, I think we definitely need to value our time. Yes. You know? Reclaim our time. Reclaim Reclaim our our time. time. Like Sister Maxine told us to do. Mother Maxine. Mother Maxine. Queen Maxine. She has so many titles. So, like, um, before we leave, I definitely want to ask you ladies. uh, I don't believe necessarily in New Year's resolutions. Um, but I do kind of set goals. Mm-hmm. So we're going to call them glow up goals for 2018. Okay. So I'm going to give you once again, 10, 5, 3, 1 seconds <laughs> to think of what you would want <laughs> your glow up goal to be for 2018. So Gwenny, my glow up goal for 2018 will be to, um, be truer to my art and um, learn that no is a complete sentence Mm, mm. and um, continue to um, attract supreme energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ooh, bitch, we should have came to you last. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chelsea, what's your glow up goal? Um, my, My glow up goal is to continue to sharpen my platform with my voice um i'm gonna do the shameless plug of the rva magazine uh thing that i've been doing i i literally became a writer overnight i never thought i would two months ago i would never thought i'd be writing she's good too y'all she's good she's good (laughs) um so i i want to sharpen that voice now that I've been given a platform by RVA mag. Thanks so much. And, and B side collection, which is a woman's entrepreneur magazine that's coming out of Richmond has also asked me to come on with them. That's an amazing um, opportunity. I just got hit up by some black group. I, I don't even want to say all not, the names. Some black group. not some black, not some black. That is, I say black group. Um, just all these amazing black activists around the country have reached out through social media. And so I just want to make sure that I hone into that energy and I follow that. Um, this is not something so that's that's my my glow up goal is to really just follow that so y'all look out for me because i'm gonna be around here and say whatever i want to say continuing the conversation that's queen mecca um 2018 i think i want to show and let people know 
who I am more in 2018. I also want to hone in on my artistic expression with my style. I'm really going to do it up in 2018. Damn, bitch. We didn't see what you had in 2017. <laughs> what, the fuck, what the fuck you got planned? Oh, yeah, that so was also more. part of Mecca's Glow Up. I meant to mention. Style and Spirits. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's definitely a part of Mecca's glow up. That is a huge part of the glow up because mm-hmm. I just was like, if you, the story behind Style Experience is so wild. It was like for, literally for like a year or two. I'm running around. I'll see Dom out. Yeah, we need to connect. I didn't know. We both said we wanted to be socialized. We wanted to get pages for being out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we would exactly. say this every time we saw each other. Story of my and life. And then I was just <laughs> like, give me your number. So it took another year. Then I finally called. I just was like on some other shit and I called like fuck this I'm calling and that's and we scheduled a meeting we didn't know what we were meeting about and wow. we just that's so that's organic my, magic so another thing for 2018 um, the goal for Style and Spirits is to to travel mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and really do some dope shit narrow down some really dope shit in the city of Richmond and to definitely travel my other professional my professional side as far as mental health and being a therapist I need to get credential with these insurance companies so that's another goal so I can mm. really start getting into this money get on that, that side. Hey. Yeah. Get to that bag. Get to that bag. some bags to get into money. Get to the quaint. But definitely want to be show and be more of my authentic self and I was just thinking the same thing attracting authentic people Amen. more because yeah. I've been doing it. I've been manifesting yeah, and really honing to manifesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my glow up goals for 2018 as far as the podcast is concerned um, is having definitely just continuing to be my authentic self on the podcast because like I said when, earlier when I was talking about you know my lesbian experience I was like really like oh god should I put this out there and I was like that's the magic in, right. in single in the city and just being a woman where I am now is being comfortable with myself and expressing that so I want to continue to grow in my confidence but as far as single in the city I would love to um, take it on the road and once a month be in a different city and be Mm. single in that city Mm. (laughs) help and just connect with women in different places because what our issues are like what the landscape dating landscape looks like here is different Shit, what city right are you going road. to? Let's do a, a, a style and spirits RVA in Singlin City, it, uh, and that's why it's funny. In Charlotte that. or Atlanta and or that's somewhere. Fun. Oh, bitch, we gonna talk offline, bitch. Yeah, that's, that's why it was mean. funny you said that. So, um, that's one of my watch goals. out for the collab. Hey, hey. Uh, do it look like I was left off bad and bougie? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was perfect timing for that. Um, but personally, um. I my goal for my glow up goal for 2018 is to simply keep the momentum going mm-hmm. like just as simple as that whatever that entails I just don't want to like lose steam or, or lose this how mm-hmm. I feel right now mm-hmm. I don't want to lose that so that's it's, it's simple as shit growth and continuing to go um, in the right direction so um, ladies that we the freed women's bureau meeting adjourned Boom. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming back. And of course, please follow the podcast page at Single in the City Podcast. Follow myself at starring underscore Chelsea. Gwenny. At General G. At Chelsea Higgs Wise. At Mecca Presents on all social media. And Style and Spirits RVA IG. 
Cause we dope. And that's another week of being single as fuck. Hopefully I don't miss this dick appointment tonight. Hey, oh. <laughs> get into it. Hey. <laughs> oh, that was perfect timing.